Time and health are two precious assets that we don't recognize and appreciate until they have been depleted. Dennis Waitley Welcome to Mindful Healing. I'm Mandy, and today we're going to talk about proper nutrition. Today's episode is being recorded, sitting in the driveway with the dog next to me in the shade, just relaxing, feeling the breeze. Today's quote is really important to me because I didn't realize how true it was until about a year and a half ago when I was diagnosed with celiac disease. For those of you that don't know, celiac disease is a condition which causes your body to react almost like gluten is an allergy. But it does permanent damage. And every time that somebody with celiac disease eats something that has gluten in it, it makes their body very ill and it takes a long time to heal from it. Proper nutrition is so important and I'm going to say that word a lot in this episode because it's so true. Proper nutrition is so very, very important. But something a lot of people don't realize is that Proper nutrition is different for everybody. Just because something that's healthy for one person doesn't mean it's going to be healthy for somebody else. Just because a diet works for one person doesn't mean it's going to work for somebody else. I think a lot of bad eating habits come from childhood. Parents need to be teaching their children how to eat properly. And I know it's hard. I have kids. They don't want to eat healthy. They don't want to eat healthy for them. They don't want to eat healthy for me. (laughs) They want to eat junk food all the time. And as much as I just want to make my kids happy and let them do whatever they want, I have to make sure that they get a healthy breakfast and a healthy dinner. Sometimes I'll let them cheat at lunch and eat something unhealthy. That's a hard thing to talk about though. What's healthy? What does it mean to eat healthy? Everybody's body is different. You have to figure out what's healthy for you. Before my diagnosis, I ate a lot of rice. I started realizing that I wasn't feeling well. And when I went to the doctor, they told me I was allergic to rice. So I stopped eating rice and of course thought, I'll just start eating wheat. Whole grain wheat is healthy, so if I eat that, 
I'll get healthier and I'll feel better. And of course, when I stopped eating the rice, all of the symptoms that I had from eating rice when I have a rice allergy went away. But then I started to lose weight. And for those of you that know me personally, losing weight is not something I wanted to do. I spent most of my life being underweight and not being able to figure out why I couldn't gain it. I felt unhealthy. I looked unhealthy. So when I started losing weight because I was eating what I thought was healthy, I got a little concerned. And it wasn't, you know, one of those things where I just lost a couple of pounds. I lost 18 pounds in one month. So I went to the doctor and I told them what was going on. And of course they got concerned. So they sent me to a specialist. After a lot of back and forth and running around, I finally had an endoscopy done and was diagnosed with the celiac disease. And I'll admit, that was hard. That was a difficult thing to deal with because I realized I'm going to have to start eating differently. I'm going to have to basically put myself on a diet that I don't want to be on. I'm going to have to stop eating a lot of the things that I like. I'm going to have to start being more careful about the things that I am eating. I'm going to have to pay close attention to everything I put into my body. And let me tell you, it has been one heck of a learning process. Because there is so much more to it than just don't eat gluten. There's, you can have no cross-contamination. You have to be careful what toothpaste you use. Some people have to be careful what skin products they use. I can't use certain toilet papers. I can't use certain paper towels. Um, it's really, it's, it's a difficult, difficult thing to have to sit down and process what can I eat and what shouldn't I eat? But I know in the end, if I continue eating things that I shouldn't be eating because they're not healthy for my body, then I'm going to be sick forever. And I don't want to put myself in that situation. And I feel like so many people haven't even taken the time to figure out what is healthy for them. Because some doctor somewhere told them wheat is healthy or brown rice is healthy or this other type of food is healthy. And just because it's healthy for one person doesn't mean it's healthy for everybody. I 
think it's a good idea for everybody to be tested for food allergies, especially if you have a lot of symptoms because you could be allergic to a lot of the things that you're eating and not even realize it. I think that's just something a lot of people don't really think about. I think there's too many fad diets. I, this one I think is one of those, I never would have thought about it until I was diagnosed. But eating gluten-free was a fad diet for a long time. And I remember hearing people talk about it and thinking, that's just silly. Why are people putting themselves through that? Like, why, why would anybody purposely not eat gluten? Because gluten is in everything that has wheat, rye, or barley. And I don't know how many of you have paid enough attention to see what things actually contain wheat. But most things that you get from the store that taste good, it probably has wheat in it. And I remember even before my diagnosis, sitting there laughing because people would say, well, I'm on a gluten-free diet. And I would sit there and think, why would you torture yourself like that? Because I love food. I love to eat. And I like to eat for the taste. I don't want to eat something just for to eat it. I want to eat it because it tastes good. I like to think I'm not the only person that wants to eat stuff that tastes good. But now that I can't have it, I'm realizing that these types of diets make it difficult for people like me or people that have severe food allergies like peanuts or wheat or eggs, soy, like these are all very common things that people are allergic to. And you really don't think about it until you realize that you can't have those things and you go somewhere to get food and you can't find anything that you can eat. So when I go to the grocery store, I'm that girl that stands in the aisle and stares at a box for 10 minutes before I decide if I'm going to buy it or not. And I know people probably get annoyed because I'm standing in the way and they think I'm just being picky about what I'm eating. But if I don't search over that box before I buy it and I go home and realize that there's something in it that I can't have, then I don't get to eat dinner that night or I have to go back out to the store to get the right thing. So I'm gonna be that girl that stands there in the aisle and just stares at a box for 10 minutes because I wanna make sure whatever's in that box is gonna be safe for me. When I go to a restaurant and I ask for a gluten-free menu, if they don't even know what gluten is, I can't eat there because how can they make food for me that is safe for me if they don't even know what is safe for me, you know? And I've noticed that 
it's not just with the gluten. It's, you know, peanuts and soy and eggs. Um, I have a niece. I have three nieces, but my one in particular, the youngest, is allergic to wheat. Now they think she might be allergic to gluten or possibly have celiac disease, and they're waiting to get tests done. She's allergic to soy. She's allergic to eggs. Um, she's allergic to peanuts. Uh, they tend to keep her dairy free. So she's really limited on what she can eat. And because she's so young, she, you know, she can talk. She's old enough to talk. She's um, almost three years old. And she can say, Mom, my belly hurts, but that's not going to help my sister figure out what happened because she doesn't know what was ingested while her daughter was at daycare. You know, she's she's got to make sure that she watches all those things. So when they go out to eat at a restaurant, if my sister says, can you make sure that this is gluten-free and soy-free and dairy-free, if if the cook doesn't know what that means, how can she feel safe feeding her child that food? So, if you think about it, do you pay attention to the things that you put into your food? Or the things that you put into your mouth in general? The things that you digest? When you go to eat something, whether you made it yourself or got it at a restaurant, do you really pay attention to the ingredients that are in it? Or ask the cook or the server what's in this meal? Because if you don't have allergies to any type of food, or if you've never been tested so you don't know if you have allergies, and you just eat whatever you want, how do you know that what you're putting into your body is healthy for you? How do you know that you're eating something that's going to be good for you? And some people don't care. I know that. I've met people that say, well, I just eat whatever I want. Uh, my, my own significant other is one of those people that if it is healthy, he probably doesn't want to eat it. And that's okay. That's his choice. But if you want to be healthy, you have to figure out what's healthy for you. Don't go by what's healthy for other people or what's healthy for your parents or what's healthy for your kids or what some doctor someplace in some magazine or on some TV show says is healthy. You need to figure out what's healthy for you. And it's not just food. It's not. It's everything. So I used to be a smoker. And at some point, I realized I try, I try to keep myself healthy and I try to use natural ways to heal my body. And putting those toxins into my body was killing me obviously because smoking is bad for you that's one of those things that like 
yes, everybody's body is different, but there are some things that are just not healthy for anybody. Smoking is one of those things. So I decided one day, I can't keep doing this to my body. I want my body to be healthy. And I know that as long as I'm putting this toxin into my body, I won't be healthy. It doesn't matter what I eat. It doesn't matter how much I exercise. As long as I am putting these things into my body, I will not be healthy. So I quit smoking. And let me tell you, it is the best thing I've ever done for my own body. I felt so much better after I quit. And of course I had other issues, I had other problems because I had celiac disease and was eating things I shouldn't have been and didn't realize it. But it's been three years now and I can honestly say I would never be able to go back to it. Sometimes I sit and think to myself, how did I do that for as long as I did? And I was just okay with that. How can you just sit there and be okay with putting toxin into your body? I mean, people can say at any point in time, well, I'm healthy because I don't feel sick. Or I haven't had to go to the doctor, so I must be healthy. Just because you don't have the symptoms doesn't mean that you're healthy. Just because you don't feel like you're sick doesn't mean that you're healthy. <clears throat> and the other thing is, it's not even about how much you eat. And like, there's so many people that are so worried about their weight that they want to gain weight or they want to lose weight or they just want to stay where they're at or you know if I just gain that extra five pounds or if I just lose that extra five pounds and believe me I have been there on both sides because when I was younger I was so skinny and all I wanted to do was gain a little bit of weight and I thought if I just gain that little bit I'll be healthy and then as I got older and I started gaining the weight, I, I was gaining it too much. And I thought, if I just can lose that five pounds. But it really didn't even matter. Because it, it was never about how much I was eating. I used to think, I, I have to eat more. Which sounded crazy to me because all I did was eat. Like as a child, as a teenager, as a young adult, even sometimes now, I probably eat a lot more than most people would think I could. And I thought, if I just don't eat as much, I'll lose the weight. But I still wasn't eating healthy. So was it really doing me any good to stop eating as much? No. Because it's not about how much we eat. It's about what we're eating. It's not a good idea for anybody to go whole days without eating. Breakfast is the most important meal of the day that gets your day started. Dinner is also a very important meal during the day 
because after the whole day, especially if you didn't eat lunch, after going a whole day, your body needs food. Even if you don't feel hungry, you still need to eat. And I've met a lot of people that say, well, I'm just not hungry, so I'm just not going to eat. And they'll go a whole day without eating because their stomach didn't growl. But that doesn't mean that they just shouldn't eat. Where do you think you get energy from? You definitely do not get it just from sleeping. I know this to be true because I very rarely get enough sleep which is a topic all on its own that we will discuss in a later episode. But I don't get enough sleep for me. And when I get up in the morning and I drink that glass of lemon water and I make myself a nice, healthy for me breakfast, by the time I'm done, I have energy and I'm ready to go. But after a few hours, if I haven't eaten anything, I start to feel a little lazy and tired. So then I come home or go in the house or go into the kitchen if I'm already at home and I make myself some lunch or a snack depending on the time. I eat a lot more often than most people do, I think. But I find myself something that is healthy for me most of the time and I eat something. And by the time I'm done eating, I'm ready to go again. I get up and I get my energy and I go about my day. I'll admit there are days where I'm a little lazy. I sit around and relax all day or play video games or watch TV and eat stuff I probably shouldn't. But for the most part, I make sure that I'm eating at least three meals a day and I usually snack in between because I know how important it is to my body that I get that food. Food in itself is important. I mean, eating healthy for you is important. But even if you're not eating healthy per se, eating in general is a necessity. If your body doesn't have food, eventually it's going to shut down. And I don't think enough people realize how important this is like to you for your life. So while I was looking for the perfect quote to start this episode, I found a different quote that says, if you think the pursuit of good health is expensive and time-consuming, try illness. Lee Swanson. And it's so true. It's so true. This person's words are some of the truest words I have ever heard. Because I've been there. I have felt that. It's extremely expensive at times to eat healthy, whether it's what everybody else says is healthy or 
what you think is healthy or what you know is healthy for your own body. But in the end, if you spend that little bit of extra money, then your body will be healthy. And if your body's healthy, you won't be sick. As much, anyway. Obviously, there are things, you know, people get colds and people get the flu and that stuff's hard to avoid, but it's not going to be nearly as bad if your body is healthy already. So before I was diagnosed with celiac disease, which I didn't mention earlier, but it's an autoimmune disease, which basically means that my immune system does not work the way that it should. It's basically in hyperdrive all the time, which you would think would mean that I don't get sick because I have it, but really, that's not how it works. <laughs> I do still get sick. And before I found out about it, and I was eating things I shouldn't be, it was causing my immune system to not work at all, basically. And I was sick all the time. Now, luckily, I have insurance, so I didn't have to spend a ton of money on going to the doctors all the time or getting my medications all the time. But I spent a lot of time on antibiotics. I missed a lot of work. I lost jobs because of it. I had to quit jobs because of it. I spent a lot of time just feeling lazy or feeling like I was crazy because I was sick all the time. I wasted a lot of time. And time, as I said earlier, should be appreciated and recognized. It's one of those things that we don't really think about. But how much time do you have? I know I don't want to spend my whole life wasting my time on anything. I want to live. I want to enjoy my life. I like to think most people do. So why would you want to waste your time being sick? And the best way to avoid having to waste your time being sick is to protect yourself from that sickness by making sure that you're doing the things that you need to do to keep yourself healthy. And that whole thing starts with eating properly. I'm sure some of you have heard the quote, food is the best medicine. It really is. If you think about it, just eating properly can keep you from getting sick. But you have to eat properly for you. That's the important part of it. There's that word again. It's not just about eating, though. Like, not just about eating meals or eating healthy for you food in general or different types of nutrition can be really beneficial for you so for example if I have a headache 
I don't go straight to the medicine cabinet and grab out some Tylenol. Excuse my dog and his loud chains around his neck. I don't want to take Tylenol every time I get a headache. And I will literally try to find any possible solution before I go there. I have a lot of teas, herbal teas. Sometimes I'll go in and try to find something herbal to help. Or sometimes I just kind of sit and think like, what did I eat today? Or what did I drink today? Maybe I just didn't have enough water. Or maybe I didn't eat enough food. Or maybe I ate something I shouldn't have. And I made a joke a few weeks back right after Mother's Day because my awesome boyfriend and our children went out for Mother's Day and bought me two large bags of peanut M&Ms because they are my absolute favorite candy that I can safely eat. And I ate an entire bag of them within three days. And then shortly after that we had a little get-together with our family and I was having a hard time fitting into my clothes and I was trying to play with my nieces and realizing my belly was getting a little bigger than it used to be and we were all laughing and joking about it and you know I said to my mom I don't understand where all this weight came from like how did I get so unhealthy and then I really sat there and I thought about it and I said oh Maybe it's all those M&M's I've been eating. And we laughed. My mom thought that was the funniest thing, but it really was. It really was just, I sat and ate a lot of M&M's for three or four days and my, my body just didn't feel healthy anymore. And so I realized at that point, oh, I need to be more careful about what I'm eating because now my headaches are coming back and I'm just feeling unhealthy and I'm gaining all this weight. So I cut back on the M&Ms and started drinking more water and started eating healthier for me again. And since then I have felt a lot better. It's crazy the difference that it can make just to change the way that you're eating based on what is healthy for you. And all of this is a lot of trial and error for most people. You're gonna have to figure out what's healthy for you because everybody's different. Everybody's different. Everybody reacts differently to the different types of food and other nutrition. You don't just get to go grab a book and say, oh, this book says that wheat is healthy. Or this book says that sugar is healthy. This book says that meat is healthy. It doesn't work that way. You have to put the work in. Go to an allergist and find out if you're allergic to any of the foods that people are commonly allergic to. Talk to a dietitian and find out what foods would be healthy for somebody at your age and height 
and weight and with any types of conditions that you have. Obviously, you wouldn't tell somebody with diabetes to go eat a bunch of sugar, right? So why would you tell somebody that is allergic to peanuts to go eat a bunch of peanuts because peanuts are healthy? I love peanuts. I eat peanut butter all the time. But if my niece comes to my house, I'm not going to tell her she should eat peanut butter because she's allergic to peanuts. It's not healthy for her. What's healthy for one person isn't healthy for another. So here's the mindful part of this, because this is mindful healing. And we're talking about how to heal not just your body, but also your mind. Have you ever noticed that when you're not really eating very healthy, you don't necessarily feel great? Like, say you're like me and think it'll be a fun idea after Mother's Day to sit and eat a bunch of M&Ms. And then a few days later you look in the mirror and you're like, oh, wow, I just gained like 10 pounds over the past three days because I've just been sitting here eating M&Ms for three days. <laughs> and then you're like, Oh man, like I just really don't feel pretty anymore. And this may not happen for everybody. But I know it's happened to me. After being quarantined for months at a time, being stuck in the house, not being able to work, not being able to go outside, and then realizing that none of my shorts fit me anymore, I don't feel pretty. My hair isn't doing what I want it to, so that's not pretty. I have to wear glasses, so I don't feel like my eyes are pretty just because they don't work. It happens. I think at some point in everybody's life, they look at themselves and think, I don't think I'm pretty, or I don't think I'm handsome, or I don't think I'm attractive. It's okay to feel like that sometimes. But, there's ways to fix that. And I can almost guarantee you that the number one way to do that is proper nutrition. Take a minute and really think about what you're putting into your body. Because it makes such a huge difference on your mind. There are certain foods that if you eat too much of them, it can really mess with your focus. There are foods that if you eat too much of them, it will make you too hyper. Obviously, I'm talking about things like caffeine and sugar, and that doesn't affect everybody, but some people, I know I can't have caffeine, it gives me anxiety. Anxiety is not good for your mind. There are other things that give me anxiety, but since I cut caffeine out of my whole foods in general, my anxiety is not nearly as bad. But I know that if I accidentally eat something that has caffeine or drink something that has caffeine, my anxiety is going to be crazy. And I don't want that. Which is why I'm so careful about what I put into my body. 
And even if everybody's nutrition is different and everybody's healthy for you is different, everybody should be paying attention to what's going into their body. It's important to love yourself. There's that word again, important. It really is very important for you to love yourself. And I'm not talking about being conceited or thinking you're better than everyone else because you think you're so great. I'm just talking about being able to look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, I think I'm doing all right. Look at yourself in the mirror and say, yeah, I, I find myself attractive. I think I'm pretty good looking. It might sound a little conceited, but it's really just being confident in yourself. And that's important too. Because if you're not confident, how are you going to like get through anything? You have to be able to tell yourself, I can do it. Or you're not going to be able to. And I know this is going to sound super cliche, like something out of a romance novel or out of a romance movie, but if you don't love yourself, how can you expect anybody else to do it? If you don't love you, somebody else can't love you because your mind is not going to allow it. That's how that works. If you can't say to yourself, I love me, nobody else is going to be able to say, I love you, because you're not going to believe it, because you don't even love yourself. That is why it is so important to be healthy. And being healthy starts with proper nutrition. So... Before I end this episode, I want to leave you with one more little quote that I found at foodmatters.com, which I believe is also a TV show of some sort, Food Matters, and it says, your body is your temple, keep it pure and clean for the soul to reside in, by BKS Iyengar. And I probably said that last name wrong, but I'm going to read this quote one more time. Your body is your temple. Keep it pure and clean for the soul to reside in. You walk around in your body every day. But you are your soul. If you don't keep your body healthy how is your soul and your mind supposed to be healthy? Pay attention to what you are putting into your body. If you would like to contact me, you can find me on Facebook at Mindful Healing Podcast or anchor.fm slash mindful healing. I hope you have a healthy day.